that's me. My name is Abe. I was Employee of the Year. Now I'm dead meat. Alright troops, welcome to episode 17 of the Tyrell Hype Podcast. I'm your man Chris Scullion and I am once again joined by my lovely gaming indifferent wife Louise Scullion. Hello. Hi. How are you? Yeah, not bad, thank you. I'm tired, but yeah. I'm good otherwise. We are not long back from Canada, Canadianland, mm. where we were for three motherfucking weeks, which is a long time to be anywhere. Not that I don't like Canada, I very much <laughs> like Canada. Um, long time to be away, is that what you're saying? Yeah, exactly, a long time to be away from the hubbub. Hubbub blub. We were still in a hubbub. Just it's a just different hubbub. A different hubbub. A hubbub that I was less uh, familiar with. No, not so much that, but just that like I was I had less contact with the gaming world in this particular hubbub. Um, yes, we were, which we is were why the site was kind of lacking in updates. There's a couple of reviews put up on the site, no podcasts, just because I was kind of away from. Well, we couldn't really steal away for an hour and a half to do a no, podcast. No, exactly. So, family and friends. so that is why there hasn't been a podcast for a wee while. You have my humble apologies for that. Uh, but we are now back in the hubbub that we are most familiar with. Uh, our home hubbub. Our, our hubbub hub, I suppose you could say. Um, and yeah, we're ready to rock and roll. Before we go on, we usually end kind of readers' questions, but we've got one reader question which I think has to come first. Oh, okay. Um, and that is from Luke, friend of Bears, who's since... My best friend. Who's since made it clear, like, by adding a comma. I know, he changed his Twitter. That his name isn't Luke, name. friend. It is Luke, comma, the friend of Bears. So you have to go, yeah, friend Luke, of Bears. Friend of Bears, <laughs> so that's him. Um, and he asks, which carbonated beverage would you recommend I drink alongside listening to the podcast? How crisp and refreshing is it and what temperature should it be at? The answer, Luke, glad you asked. Um, is Bars Iron Brew. Um, it is both crisp and refreshing in equal measure and it should be as cold as possible without turning it into ice. Yeah, you get all temperamental if your drink is just even cold. Even when you say temperamental, cold. do you mean I get a temper and get mental? Temper plus mental. <laughs> yeah, no, you get all huffy about it. This isn't cold enough and you'll stick it back. You'll actually keep thirsty. You'll stay thirsty. Listen, I'm a man with simple I'm a man with simple needs. I like my games with permadeath and I like my iron brew cold. Permafrost. <laughs> Permafrost. I like my iron brew permafrost. Yeah, it's not much to ask. Um, so yeah, let's, uh, with a nice little segue, let's move on to recent gaming news. I'd like your hot takes, mm-hmm. I believe with is the, the phrase, with your hot chocolate, um, as to all this gaming news you're about to hear for the first time, except for one of them which you've heard. So the game, there's a game being reviewed quite a lot today called Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice. Um, doesn't matter, you don't need to have heard <laughs> You see my um, face like never heard of it. There's a bit of a fuck show doing the rounds just now in that one of the features in the game seemingly is that after you die a certain number of times your game save is wiped and you basically have to start again or as people call it permadeath mm. in other words when you die that shit you're totally dead you have to start from the start now there's still some confusion there's basically a lot of people reported this in reviews and stuff and so then entitled people started saying what? wait a fucking minute that's, that's bullshit it's like well if you don't like it don't buy it I mean you don't have to it's not no like it's, not, it's not like when as soon as this game comes out it's 25 quid I think 
it's only 25 quid automatically coming out your account and every other game in your system is locked once it comes out you have to play it don't buy it there's there's millions of games out there Just if, if it doesn't sound like the sort of thing you're into believe yeah, it but, but like a lot of people do about, like that kind yeah. of tension and they thought that oh no if I fuck up then I'm totally fucked and mm. some people do like that so it's fine but now people are discovering that some pe- some other sites tried it out and realised it wasn't the case um, and now people are saying well, maybe if you just keep dying at the same bit over and over again then that doesn't count um, so suddenly all the people who were fine with the feature are now complaining that it doesn't have that feature in it it's just a whole fucking mess well, um, can't, can't please anybody yeah do you have any kind of take on that or is it just a complete muddle well you did tell me a little bit about this but what you told me a few hours ago so maybe this is just all developing was about it being that permadeath and that like you had said uh, at the time it's silly for people to get annoyed about it because you know in the 80s and probably early 90s even you know when we were growing up playing games it's like that you did die after three lives if you you know yeah. you'd have to restart the game again and it sucked but that was just what all games were like you didn't have well, I don't know if it was to do with memory or what it was but it didn't they couldn't save you know it wasn't even memory lives, it was just I mean know? to be fair it, uh, yeah it wasn't a memory situation it was just to extend the life of the game that if you could Made it too most easy games these it, days yeah. partly because they've got like longer stories so if a game's got like a 10 hour 15 hour story um and if developers put so much money and effort into the story and into every level and everything, they want you to see all of it. So these days, they 90, have to 99 games out of 100 give you unlimited lives and you just kind of brute force your way through it. You die, oh fuck, okay, let me try again. Oh fuck, let me try again. And you just fucking, just through pure trial and error and brute force, slowly make your way through through the game until you reach the end because they want you to reach the end. Whereas back then, if you were amazing at a game, it could maybe only take you an hour and a half, two hours to beat for a really long game. So they put difficult, they made it difficult all the way through so you would keep dying over and over again and had to keep playing through over and over and learning the mechanics and the patterns to follow and all that kind of shit. So it was, I don't know, it's a different world, a different time, but um, I've recently been playing a game that I can't talk about till next week. Well, I can say it's Night Trap, but I can't. Say what I think of it. Mm. Um, and Night Trap Even was you a get game. All excited when you talk Night about Trap, it. Night Trap is a game that only lasts like 25, 30 minutes if you play it right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the aim of that is to remember where the where the vampires appear and having to replay it over and over again until you learn the perfect run through it. Um, but again, that's. I was just an excuse to mention Night Trap again yeah, so and see your face light up as well, which people can't. Listen. Can't whether or not hear about, but yeah. whether or not my face lit up there when I mentioned Night Trap is, to, is, and is <laughs> to be saved until next week when I'm allowed to talk oh, about right, the, right, the remaster. Enough. Fair enough. Uh, my face may or may not have lit up there. Um, moving on, NBA Live 18 from EA Sports will feature the WNBA for the first time. Ladies playing basketball. What has the world come to? What you? is this? What do you think of that? Presumably yeah, I mean, you're totally against it. Uh, no, I think it's about time. Like uh, uh, the fact that well, I guess it's not been that long. When was it two years ago that FIFA brought women into it? Correct. And the thing is, with the WNBA, that's been a going concern for longer. I think maybe I'm wrong about this, but it's it's it feels like a more I think it's a more professional organization than the women's football has been. I mean, women. 
maybe I shouldn't say that because maybe I just am more aware of the WNBA, but I'm pretty sure it's been televised and stuff for longer. I don't even know if any of the professional women's leagues are televised beyond uh, in football beyond kind of the Olympics and stuff. And so it's, it's kind of a bigger deal. So I'm surprised that in a way that it's taken this long. And I think from what you've said as well, is there's been less of an outcry over this and maybe that's. Yeah. I find that that interesting that obviously it must just be a. um, People are used to the WNBA. It's sad, but it's also, I don't know if it's a combination of uh, just basketball fans having a different mindset or either that or the fact that EA's basketball games have been so shit over the past few years that they don't really have a fan base to get upset about anything like that. So when FIFA announced women footballers, the amount of fucking backlash that got from arseholes going, what? I don't want women in my FIFA. It's like, well, don't fuck it. Again, the same as that, uh, the Hellblade situation. Don't play as them. If you don't want to play as women footballers, don't play as them. It's not as if at one point in the game turns up and says, sorry mate, it's Tuesday, so today's Women's Day, you can only play women for today. It's like, your your FIFA with your ultimate team and your career mode is not changed in the slightest. But some people who maybe want to play as women can now play as women. Fucking deal with it. It's not like, um, it's not like a feature you want has been taken out in favour of women. It's just an extra bit. And it's the same deal here. It's, and yet for some reason... The response to this has been almost universally positive, mm. uh, which is a good sign. I think it's also due to the fact that it's a you know a North American sport as well. North mm. Americans are just much more, you know, seem they're more used to women playing sports. I think in general, like if I think if you saw, so I know what you were saying about this being a crapper, crappier ba- basketball game compared to was it the two K one? Mm-hmm. But what's the big and EA has NHL, isn't it? Yeah. If they brought out female players for that, like say like the Canadian Women's Olympic team or something like that, I don't think people would give a shit. Not as they give a shit, but I don't think you'd see the outcry that you saw with football. Because mm. for some reason, even though football is actually on the face of it a much t- way tamer sport, way tamer sport, mm. for some reason it's like such a huge deal that women play it, which is crazy. Like like I've said to you before, in Canada, it's, it's like. Not a dismissive way, but it's considered like a girl's sport. Like, loads of girls play it. Well, that's the case so, in North America for the longest time, isn't it? That football was... Women a played, kid's women sport. Played it's kind football. of a kid's sport. It was a kid's sport and a, a female sport, mostly in North America, until MLS started getting big. Like, the, the, yeah, there was a... The Super Nintendo... I believe it was a SNES, or it might have been the N64. I think it was a, Maybe the N64, actually. Had a Mia Hamm football game mm. um, the American it's because the women team player. were really good yeah and so, so like yeah. she like so the, they actually had female football games based on the American female football team so that's that, that's really. a kind of um, yeah they, they've been accepted for a while um, it's just weird I don't know it, it's weird because Americans American gamers certainly in so many other are respects are sexist, fucking yeah. assholes not all of them but I mean obviously British gamers are the same but there's a huge uh, swathe of gamers still, regardless of nationality, who are uh, arseholes essentially and need to be uh, need to wisen up. I think, but that's for mm. another that's for another day. It's not for another day; it's for every day. But yeah. it's a constant. I think it does when it specifically comes to sports, though. It does mm. seem like it's more of an accepted thing in Some North sports. America because, yeah, yeah. like, even in high school and stuff, it's like everybody it's plays. Weird, sports. I still don't really understand why, though, because you would think of all the things. Sports video games would have the most meat-heady fans. All yeah, sports, football. But um, 
But I suppose that was only, I suppose basketball doesn't have that kind of meatheadedness. It's more American football that would have it, wouldn't it? Yeah, maybe. If they put women's American football in Madden, I think it would be like in Madden rather than NBA. I think there'd be more of an outcry. Yeah, well, there's not really because basketball. Try to think of a way to explain this without sounding. Um, yeah, it's not a contact sport, right? Yeah, it's exactly. Not. It's not. It's not. Uh, it's, well, you, you won't is, get though. meatheads saying, yeah. "Oh, you know, assholes." When you see a tackle in a football game, you hear guys going, oh, "It's a man's game, man up." Blah, blah, blah. You know, like mm. if 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 when referees book you and stuff, it's a man's game. Um, and obviously, American football, so yeah, contact sport, uh, gridiron battle. Whereas NBA, yeah, it's like anyone can play basketball because you don't have to make contact do you know what I mean that, that's mm. the that's the kind of we're not supposed to long held belief I don't necessarily agree with it but that's the mm. kind of thing is it? yeah and I, I forget with hockey as well like I know there's this like I, I know if they've changed this but there's this stupid thing where women's hockey it's not they're not supposed to check each other you know they're not supposed By check, to you mean slam like, each slam, other yeah like body check them um, so there's even like even though they're only playing each other it's like there's more specific rules around contact yeah. I don't know if that might have changed but um, so yeah there is you're right I think there's still that kind of outdated notion that it's like oh well if they're playing each other they still have to be protected from each other it's like well yeah they feel that there's, that there's physical sports that are, that are men's sports which again I don't agree with but that's the, the idea mm-hmm. and then there are yeah, but football does not sports, fall so. into that whatsoever. If you blow on somebody, they fall over and cry, you know, and that's what... Yeah, yeah, yeah I know, I know, know. But, but that's what I'm saying. You still get the outdated from some people saying, it's a man's game, blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, it isn't. It is. That's, <laughs> that's why there was backlash when they added it to FIFA. Yeah. Like, what? No one gives a fuck about women's football, is that all? You yeah, don't, clearly they do, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, regardless, yeah, on female basketball, good. Maybe that might make... NBA Live, good. EA had to do something because they're so far behind NBA 2K games. They have to have something to make it interesting and this might be it. This might be the one to get people... Because there will be... There's loads of WNBA fans out there who will now buy this instead of NBA 2K mm-hmm. because this is their chance it's to play. It's got their players, yeah. yeah. Um, less positive news. Middle Earth Shadow of War, which is a new Lord of the Rings game coming out has got loot crates in it, which is my most hated thing now. Um, essentially, there's... It's not totally clear yet whether it'll be... Presumably, it'll be, like, in-game currency, but also you'll spend real money on these microtransactions mm-hmm. where you can buy these loot crates, which are, like, random boxes full of gear. So it might... Oh, loot crates? Yeah. Oh, I was wondering what you So yeah. it'll have, like, random uh, outfits or random weapons of different strength and all that. So it's basically... Uh, a scratch card in video game or like when you go form. to the convenience store or whatever and you get like a dollar pay a dollar and you get like random what do they used to call those just like grab bags or surprise bags oh yeah like a tombola you would call it here yeah but you could get you could get that where you'd get like a bag and it would just be like crappy toys and a like a candy bag. or something yeah and you wouldn't know yeah. what was in it so it's kind of that so it's, it's basically the tombola effect where mm-hmm. uh, it's just an excuse to get loads of money off you uh, Warner Bros are fucking terrible for that just now because uh, Injustice 2 does the same every time you uh, win fights and stuff and that you get these points or obviously you can spend real money to get more points if you want quicker mm-hmm. um, and it just unlocks countless random bits of gear and the aim is to c- collect as much as you can and build up a strong fighter but it's like oh you've got 
here's Wonder Woman and she's got fucking 400 different mm. bits of headwear, 400 chest plates, 400 legs, and then that times 35 characters or whatever. So there's thousands of things to collect and you, you expect it to just keep going through these loot crates. It's, it's a, just an epidemic that's going through games. FIFA's the same. I play FIFA a lot. You know, those cards. Yeah, but you don't pay money for it. I don't pay money though. for it, but the, the hope is that, the, the idea is that they try and hook you in with it and make you go, oh, that's cool, I want more of those, and then you will pay money to get them quicker. If you're patient, you don't have to, but if you're the sort of person who's playing multiple games at once and you don't have time to churn through thousands of things, you might be tempted to just pay a wee bit of money and then a wee bit more and a wee bit more just to upgrade quicker, and that's how they get you. But, yeah, it's fucking grim. Especially it's fucking Lord of the Rings. Where do the loot crates feature in, in Lord of the Rings? Yeah. Um, so they can get fucked. Is when you were talking about Tom Bowles, that reminds me. Do you remember we went to the Leith Festival? Uh, there's like there's like a summer fate kind of thing uh, here in Edinburgh, and there's like a lot of kind of shitty stalls and stuff in the local. Uh, there's a lot businesses. of like charities there's, and yeah, stuff, wasn't like it? Yeah. And someone was doing a tombola type thing where you basically put in uh, was it twenty p or something like that to put your hand in the kind of thing and try and draw, pull out a toy from it, a random toy. Some kid tried it and pulled out the shittiest fucking. It was a Rubik's, Rubik's cube, cube, yeah, keychain or something. It was just a small Rubik's cube, and it had instead of the colours, it was pictures from B movie, oh, that so old film, so which was old, an ancient old yeah. Rubik's cube. And the old woman who was like doing the the draw could tell like the kid's face. He was looking at it as if to say, "What the fuck is this shit? What have I just wasted twenty? This isn't worth a penny. Never mind twenty oh, pence." Really? I thought it was a pound. Oh, maybe it was a pound. Yeah. yeah. So she instantly went into fucking spin mode <laughs> to try and like make it, make this guy happy about it, even though he wasn't, he wasn't fucking having it. And she went, "Oh, a Rubik's cube with a difference." <laughs> You're a fucking. I'm surprised you didn't monster. Call it, like turn around and chuck it at her face or something. Or something. <laughs> exactly. He did. He looked really upset. He's a like, manslaughter with a difference. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Long story short, don't buy loot crates and don't do tumbles at the Leith Festival. Because you'll get fucked. Either way. Um, and finally, the Splatoon Splatfest just ended. The Splatoon 2 Splatfest. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a hard-fought battle between ketchup and mayonnaise. Uh, I was team ketchup. You lost, um, didn't sadly, you? sadly, team ketchup lost to team mayonnaise in all three regions. Really? Because uh, it's in America and Europe and Japan. Uh, so basically, it's... It scored on three different things. It scored on the popular vote, who who had the most team members, uh, who who which team won the most solo games, and which team won the most team games, um, and Ketchup won the popular vote. Um, oh, it had the most players then. No, it it, it won the most. Um, in Europe and North America, yeah, it had the most people voted for Ketchup okay, in the first place. Yeah. But just the people who voted for Mayo were better at the game, so they ended mm. up winning. But it was a, a ridiculous kind of landslide. In America, Ketchup, in terms of votes, won 73% to 27%. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Europe, Ketchup won with 66%, because obviously you've got Frenchies who love mayonnaise. Mm-hmm. Uh, they bumped up a bit. Although, oddly, in Japan, mayonnaise won over Ketchup, like with the vote, right. before, the, before the actual match took place. So, so is mayo a more popular condiment than ketchup? Must be. Because mayo is pretty popular in North America, I thought, but I guess not as much as ketchup. But seemingly not. But um, but that also brings me to a, another reader question or listener question, I suppose you should say. 
um, from Ben Syme who says to Louise what is better mayo or ketchup is that all he's asking yeah I'm coming I'm back to more of what he's saying but we're talking about mayo and ketchup just now right um, oh it depends it depends what you're uh, eating depends it on with what, it depends on which is better no I would say mayo because you can get really I'm sure you can get fancy homemade ketchup as well Dijon but ketchup homemade garlic mayo is the shit by the way is so good okay. and so when I see that as like a dip that you can get on the side it's actual like heaven in my mouth whereas ketchup is just you know so mayo then is what yeah. you're saying and also cake or ice cream because that was a splat fest before it what's that tough Ice really, cream. Yeah, it was clearly ice cream. If it said pie or ice cream, that would be tougher, but... Yeah. Ice cream And again, that, that, that ice cream fucking decked cake in America and Europe. Although, oddly, in Japan, they didn't go for cake or ice cream. They went for rock versus pop instead. Um, and rock narrowly won. 52. Rock pop? Uh, to 48, yeah. But... Is that still food? No, rock music versus pop music. Oh, God. I was thinking pop, like carbonated... Like pop rocks? No, pop, like pop oh, rock pop. as in... Yeah, pop. Sticks of rock yeah, versus... Yeah, versus like carbonated versus pop. The glorious iron brew, in which case pop would run every time. Um, anyway, so, and he also asks, what should the next Splatfest be? So if you could have any X versus Y competition... Um, Water versus land. Water versus land? <laughs> yeah, that makes sense because they're covering each other then oh you're thinking about it in terms of what you fire out of your thing oh because shit because <laughs> no 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 you don't have oh, to no I thought I thought you I thought you were doing that because oh no I was just no, thinking that, because that was just a happy coincidence that mayo versus ketchup looked like you were firing mayo and ketchup yeah. on the thing but no no I just I thought that's what you were I saying I forgot that. you have to like fire it out of a gun no I was you just don't thinking, you don't like... no you don't that was just happened to be the case for this oh, one because, okay. but pop versus rock music you can't fire that out of a gun no that's it's, true um, it can be literally anything land versus water <laughs> shit <laughs> well the last the that's previous, quite dangerous for those to fight though too the previous game Splatoon 1 had a bunch of ones like Cats versus Dogs was that was a good one, one yeah roller coasters versus water slides and he went on but they started in like um, Decepticons versus Autobots Decepticons yeah, Autobots good. and Spongebob versus Patrick and stuff like that oh so they had, like, good legit ones. it should be Spongebob versus uh, Squidward though that would be more legit yeah. um, also a questionable one Team Naughty beat Team Nice which was uh, land. so stuff it. like that do you have any that you would like to see in the next I said water Splatoon? versus land that's Special, mate. What would you do then? I would do North Korea versus South Korea. <laughs> North Korea versus the US. Exactly. Um, um, vanilla versus chocolate? I don't know. You could do that. Yeah, maybe. There you go. That's food for thought. Oh, mm. literally. Quite fucking literally. Food, food in for my thought. thought. Yeah. Yeah. Food in my belly. Good. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was, was the news. The gaming news, as they say. Um, Obviously, every time you're about, we do the Year of Louise. Um, recently, we played Goat Simulator again. Oh, we did, yes. We played that yesterday. <laughs> what, your, what was your take? I didn't Simulator? laugh as much because I knew what to expect, but it's still ridiculous. I mean, the first time was like, a couple of months ago, I just put Goat Simulator on I for the fuck of it. dying. And you were in hysterics. Because, <laughs> partly because of the, the second the kind of DLC level they added to it has like a fun fair in it and the most fucking 
I <laughs> almost said something really offensive there, but the most like demented, up, yeah, yeah music, music is like, <laughs> like it's like a fun, normal funfair music, just like warped. Like yeah. it was like a the warped. It's like someone's playing warped. it through a slide whistle. Yeah, it is like a. It's so it? ridiculous. Um, it's just a weird. And the game, fact that it? the goat can ride the roller coaster and stuff like that, and can bounce on the bouncy castle, yeah. it's just. It's just. It's, it was the first. Most people are aware of Ghost Simulator, but for those who aren't, it was the one of the first of the, these kind of weird, broken games, where the what joke the other was. Ones? There's a load. There's a load of kind of games where the gimmick is that it's just shit. Mm-hmm. It's deliberately shit and broken. Is that and octopus ones like that? Kind of octodad's yeah. one, where it's like we've made no attempt to refine the controls here. Uh, you have to struggle with it and kind of master it yourself that way and that's half the fun mm-hmm. is knocking shit all over the fucking place because you can't play this Control game yourself, basically yeah. so there's that Octodad Surgeon Simulator was one mm. um, what was the other one I Am Bread where you play a slice of bread and it's fucking impossible to play um, oh I think you showed me that one so yeah there's a bunch of those but the Goat Simulator was the kind of first and it's just glitchy as fuck like it stays right at the start when you start the game your goat might get stuck pause and go to press respawn if it, if it oh, does. Oh, but even respawning it, remember I got annoyed because some guy with dead body was riding me as a goat. Oh, you knocked a, you came... knocked a bucking bronco out of the way and a guy jumped on you instead but just got kind of pinned to you by his groin and you couldn't get, you couldn't shake him off <laughs> no matter what. Even respawning him, it didn't, yeah. Was still so there. I rode the roller coaster with him and I, I tried to get him hit by a car, remember? I kept yeah. trying to like throw him in front of a car and that didn't work. Yeah. Sounds really uh, <laughs> vicious. Yeah. So really dark. As entertaining as it is, presumably, in terms of the year of Louise process, Go Simulator is not a game that you'll be. Well, you couldn't really play it for very long, could you? No. It would be like when when I need a smile, it's a good one because <laughs> <laughs> it's funny to play for like ten minutes, but yeah. then. It's you not, know, I'm not going to put hours into it. It doesn't fulfil the goat simulator, eh, the year of Louise you need in that. Would you come home and play it instead of watching TV or reading a book? No. no. Okay. So. Or kicking sand. Or kicking okay. sand, indeed. <laughs> indeed. Yeah, that was very good. Continuing a the theme. <laughs> One bucket out of four. <laughs> fucking two months ago. <laughs> um, One sand bucket out of four. Exactly. One sand bucket out of four. That's not bad. That's not, could, have had a, could have been zero. Uh, we'll, let's move on to listener questions. The rest of oh, them. Those weren't, oh, they weren't questions, were they? They were just stories. Everything else, they're just stories. Because you kept asking me questions. Yeah, I've chucked a couple of reader questions in just to mix it up. Just confuse me. Um, Just to mix it up. Um, What was the joke I heard recently, which was quite good? Yeah, I've never heard this joke before, but apparently it's a well known joke. Uh, Why do. Let me me make sure I get this right. Why do the Norse. Why did the Norse army put barcodes on their ships so they can uh, return them I don't know so they can Scandinavian <laughs> shit <laughs> I never heard that before but apparently that's a well known joke <laughs> I, I thought, apparently that's a well known joke no, I was I've laughing I've never heard that one. before yeah but there we go that was a good one one's for free <laughs> no charge right Jonathan Turner says what are your thoughts on remasters like the recent Crash trilogy basically they re-released Crash Bandicoot 1, 2 and 3 for the mm-hmm. Playstation 4 yeah, I think I and a it. new HD remaster thing 
and it's been number one for like two months now. Wow. Um, and is that it, just people who never got to play it back in the day? I think it's more nostalgia. I think it's the opposite. I mm. think it's people who played them and want to play it on the, the new year. systems. Um, and do you have a particular series you'd like to see remastered? Now a lot of people are saying Spyro the Dragon. And Spyro the Dragon can fuck off because it was shit. Where um, you say that? It, it's weird. Spyro's one of these weird games that's got a lot of nostalgia from a lot of people, partly because for the longest time, certainly in the UK at least, for the longest time, there was a period when anyone selling a PlayStation, I always remember Argos doing it, if you bought a PlayStation, you got a Spyro free with it, no matter what. So, so Just many so kids many for whom the PlayStation was their first system, Spyro was their first game. Mm. So Spyro's got a big nostalgia factor to it, mainly because it was what a lot of people cut their teeth on uh, but I get the feeling that looking back on it now it's not that good like you could glide about and that was one of the big things but that's not enough to carry a game these days so have you played it recently though? Spyro I played a bit of are it. you being unfair? no or? no I just I remember even at the time thinking mm, this is alright but it was like Mario 64 Mario like 64 had already been point. out yeah, Mario yeah. 64 was already out Banjo-Kazooie was coming out. Um, so it was more for people that had never experienced those. That was their first taste of 3D platforming. Mm. So that was what they remember as being the one. But um, I don't think it... Certainly not... Doesn't think, I don't think it would hold up as well as Crash Bandicoot does. Not that it's the best fucking game ever made, but at least it was a kind of linear platformer and it had boundaries and stuff. So what game would you want to see... Well, it's weird because the game I would want to see was Night, Night Trap, Trap. And, it's, and it's coming there. Night Trap. So failing that, what's next for my campaign? Yoshi's Eggs. Yoshi's Eggs <laughs> Fucking hell. Yoshi's Eggs on PS4. <laughs> it's like super high def. Yeah, good luck. Um, I've always wanted uh, either Snatcher, which was... What? <laughs> it was just a weird name for a game. Snatcher was a... Amazing. The Hideo Kojima who did Metal Gear Solid. Mm-hmm. Uh, Snatcher was the game he did before it. Um, and it's about robots, like alien robots taking over people um, and snatching their skin, their snatching oh, their right, place yeah. in society, basically. It's a fucking amazing game. Uh, and it's just like story based, so it could easily be remade with just kind of new voice acting. It's just pictures and. When's it from? It's from the early 90s. Oh, so. Uh, it was, it was like a mega yeah. CD game and stuff like that. Uh, so either Snatcher, WWF, No Mercy. Oh, of course. Um, there was another one I, I was thinking of the other day. That I've done, I need a new campaign now that Night Trap's been and gone. There you go, WWF, um, No Mercy. It's, it's, it's totally escaped from mind. It's either No Mercy, there's another one, but I'll remember it later. Because I think next week after Night Trap comes out, I'm going to do a new article starting my next campaign. Because I'm claiming success for Night Trap, even though I didn't really no. have anything to do with it, I'm claiming it. Um and I'm then we're going to move on to the next one. A little bit of support. Exactly. A little yeah, bit. Yeah, of course you did. A little bit. A little bit of support. Um, is there any particular game series you would like to see remastered that actually exist in Aunt Yoshi's Egg? Or Kicking Sand? I don't remember what I really played. I mean, Super Mario World I played quite a bit of when I was a kid. Um, so would you want an HD remaster of Super Mario World with hand-drawn graphics? They make oh, it look like a cartoon. Sweet. Yeah. Or like Carmen San Diego or something, bring that to because <laughs> that was only a PC game, wasn't it? No, it was on various formats. Oh, we only had it on I had PC. It, I had it on Mega Drive. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? If you bring that no, onto a thing, no, we I see, will. see there was two theme And bring tunes. the TV show back uh, as well. Yeah, but this is the thing, there was two theme tunes. That was the That was the game show, wasn't it? 
Yeah. There was a game show, but there was also a cartoon, which is what I remember. Oh, we that get was car- ages ago. We that get was the cartoon, like no, years we didn't, later, We didn't though. get the game show, we get the cartoon. Mm. So, cartoon was okay. Cartoon was The game good. show was really good, though. But there were two games, I believe. There might have been three, but there were two I remember. Was where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? And where in time is Carmen Oh, yeah, Sandiego? yeah, there was, was you're right. Had. Mm-hmm. We had to go all over time to find her. One of the few good educational games. All the rest were... Oh. I remember Buzz. playing good ones back on... <laughs> I know it was different here. You guys had, what was it, BBC Micros in school? Yeah. But we had Apple Apple Macs, right? Because that was the big thing is that nobody had a, a Mac at home. It was only... But they yeah. gave like a really good deal to school. So every, everybody had one in school. And so they had, back when they were first kind of coming out, they had all these like really weird... I think it was on the Apples or it was maybe a computer before that. They just had like educational games. So mm. I remember playing lots of cool like... I don't remember what any of them were called, but there was some good kind of, you know, like here's a jungle, where's the snake, and you click on it, and the snake comes up, like things like that, yeah. and uh, good educational games back in the day. But yeah, but I, I, I get a feeling Carmen San Diego is one of the few educational games that you could still play today as an adult and still get enjoyment mm, out of. Mm-hmm. You're um, not necessarily learning from. No, but you would still go. Mm, it's, it feels almost like a trivia game these days. Mm-hmm. I might do a wee video on that at some point for the old website. Find it, yeah, yeah, so that'd be good. Um, Untempered Link says who are your favourite Scottish and Canadian video game characters he says I choose Scrooge McDuck and Bear Hugger from Punch-Out so he basically took the two best ones I don't know any Canadian ones there's one let me look this up there's one that I've always remembered as having a really weird name uh, let me google this Canadian video game characters what? that's a thing? yeah oh and um, where is it? there was one there's a guy from 1080 Snowboarding but the one I'm thinking of I'll find it soon Obviously, the characters from the Scott Pilgrim game. Oh, okay, yes, 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 yeah. But there was a guy in Ready to Rumble boxing called Freaky Deke, <laughs> who was <laughs> from, from Toronto. Toronto. Um, so yeah, either either Freaky Deke or the cast of the Scott Pilgrim game. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll um, give you that Scott Pilgrim. Well, I suppose Terence and Philip were in the South Park game as well. Oh. Um, I suppose there's that as well. In terms of Scottish characters, there's not a lot. A good Scottish video game characters. There's one in the new Mass Effect, but that was shit. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also... Is Willie not in any Simpsons games or anything? Groundskeeper Willie? Yeah. Maybe, but he's a stereotype. Hmm. They're actually uh, the hero, the heroine, I should say, from Bedlam, which is an Xbox game that Christopher Brookmeyer wrote, the kind of author. Mm-hmm. The one that's got voices from the cast of Burniston. In it. Ooh, I forgot about that. It's a really good game. It's on Xbox One, I believe it's on PS4 as well, and it's on Steam. It's called Christopher Brutmeyer's Bedlam, and it's about a woman who basically gets sucked into the game world, and she has to make her way through basically the history of shooting games. Mm-hmm. So she starts in a really shit pixelated game, and works her way through like basically like a, a Unreal Tournament type game and a quake type game and then ends up in a world war shooter and then a futuristic space shooter and all that kind of stuff meanwhile she's trying to break free and there's an evil computer trying to kill her and called bedlam and all that and she's but she's like um she has like a she's she's scottish but she speaks proper scottish it's not like uh tamed down for a no. for a worldwide audience it's she's saying calling people oh yeah we fud and all that as she kills people it's like genuinely so that's my favorite mm-hmm. it's got because only legit 
feeling Scottish Games character. So who is it that plays the voice actor for them? It's the... Kirsty Strain. Is it? Okay. So she's uh, the star. Mm-hmm. I think Rob Thorns has got a couple of bits in it later mm-hmm. on as well. It was a, it was a cracking game. It's cheap. It's worth a look. It's only, it only takes six or seven hours to beat. It's clever. It does some, It's not the greatest game ever made, but it does some really clever things. So that's Just Bedlam. Different, yeah. yeah, Bedlam. Look at look at how it's it's clever. You uh, and James says, "What Joy-Con colors do you want to see?" Um, they just bought out green and pink ones for Splatoon. Purple's my favorite color, so purple yeah. and something. Purple and purple. Purple and purple. Yeah, like a nice dark purple would be so good, the, the or, or like a neon not neon, but you know the blue and the yellow. It's kind of like a cool neon color, like a yeah, maybe slightly fainter. Paler, so the annoying thing is, obviously, I got the blue and red switch, mm-hmm. and then I got the two yellow Joy Cons oh, from when Arms came out. So I'm going to have to buy. I'm not going. I'll wait until I see it cheap. The green one, because I want a green and yellow. Mm. But I'd need to buy a buy whole another thing. Yeah, all, but you need to buy the green and the pink as a two. I don't really give a fuck about the pink, mm. so I don't know. I need to figure it out. But um, I would like. Joy-Con see this is the thing as as it takes off you, you could get inventive with it I want Joy-Con based on popular football teams so I want Celtic Joy-Con that are just green and white stripes or you could get like Manchester oh, so United because like, they did yeah. a Manchester United Game Boy back in the day did they? an official one that had the badge on it and everything cool. imagine you could get Joy-Con that had your team's crest in the bottom right well surely that's a lot cheaper than doing the system because they can just do the Joy-Cons as well so like you said the, the kind of the possibilities are endless they don't have to do the main body of the yeah. the system but that's in the future still kind of wait till it's easy to it'll, actually buy the fucking thing it'll first. be like that Xbox controller you're showing me oh yeah you can customise yeah, it yeah I think that's where they'll end up doing it so they won't necessarily have in shop a mm. Celtic one but you'll be able to make a green and white stripey one hopefully I mean it depends on the uh, materials they use as well it looks like this is the sort of plastic that won't it's just one big chunk of colour you might not be able to put patterns or designs on it depends on how they're going to make it in the future but whatever for now I just want a green one to go with my yellow ones mm. but we'll see it's all good just save they're just too expensive see if they were 30 quid it would be an easier purchase but they're like 70 quid for a pair mm. and I said I don't want a green one that much wait till they come down in price a bit yeah, although I need to send in that yellow one because it's broken yeah you broke that in Canada yeah. pricks um Sometimes Dean. you drop it on a solid wood floor. No, I dropped it on the carpet. No, I thought it was in, on the wood floor. No, it was the carpet in your uh, living room. Oh, never mind. I thought it was there. Um, and yeah, done in the left stick. The left it's like the first day we were there yeah, as well. Left stick doesn't press in there, raging. Um, Dean Fraser Crawford says, how many more classic or mini consoles do you think Nintendo will release? <sighs> So endless. the SNES one, well, they can't do it endless. They only made so many machines. No, but they, if they thought there was going to be the market for it, they do. Well, the SNES is obviously coming in September. Um, then N64 is that the one after? Are people are hoping N64. There's, people say oh, they, they they registered a trademark for the N64 recently, but that means nothing. Uh, companies re-register trademarks all the time, so that's oh. meaningless. It doesn't mean they're doing it. But it'd be daft if they didn't, if they see how popular these other should two should release go. one at Christmas, basically. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, you said this is September. This is September, but it'll go Before on. Christmas, they're going to yeah. keep making it until Christmas and then stop again. Uh, so yeah, it'd be good to do it. I don't know where they'll go from there, though. I don't see them doing a GameCube one unless something changes drastically. 
because then you're talking a massive leap up in terms of storage it'll need because mm. you're going from N64 games up to CD based games you're going to need if you're going to have 20 or 30 games on it you're talking maybe gigabytes well definitely gigabytes of storage in it whereas now so it's a cheap enough thing because you're talking yeah. ROMs that are only a small kind of bit of storage in there mm. suddenly you're talking about putting a half decent chunk of storage in it um, and people are saying oh why don't they do a Game Boy one and it's like well how's that going to work because if you make a mini Game Boy and then it just becomes a Game Boy Pocket if you make it so it's plugged into the TV then it's not really a Game Boy anymore you can't really do it with handhelds No. you can, you can only really do the N64 maybe the GameCube and then you're done so I don't see them doing much beyond the N64 unless they do a Virtual Boy one as well which <laughs> <laughs> would be amazing um, so yeah I don't see this no, being, I, I know you mean. I guess it's an keep, unlimited market yeah, in that sense. This but, isn't a well that they're going to be able market. to keep dipping into. It's going to end eventually, mm. um, and we'll see what happens. They might re-release the NES one and the NES two because uh, that was like with a different more games design they did yeah, oh, okay. with, with different games in it. But we'll see. Um, Baladier says Phoenix Wright made lawyering fun. <laughs> see also Overcooked, which is about uh, being a chef, and Harvest Moon, which is about being a farmer. Which profession should gaming take on next? So do you like? I would like to say a bin man. I just I don't know why. It's just because obviously it's the only profession I comes to mind instantly. Some project management. <laughs> Fuck off. No. Oh, no, that white hot project I management know. genre. Oh come on! It's a white hot profession though. More and more yeah, people but, are getting into it. How would that game work then? You could like project manage like a construction project or something. It's like oh, oh you forgot this bit and then your building falls over. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. I prefer a bin man. A bin man. Because it would, it would. Well, they've already done the paper sense. boy. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it makes more sense in a video game theme where you've got the overview of the town, and you've got four hours to collect all the bins, uh, and sometimes a, one of the bins will have a hole in it, and you'll need to clean it up or something like that. Oh. I know that's not what bin men actually yeah. do, but you uh, add a bit of poetic license. And, it, and you're having to drive around like cats in the road. Yeah, or something. it'll be like, like Grand Theft Auto. It'll be like a bit like Paper Boy as well. Mm-hmm. You got to avoid. People with dra- people with panes of glass and junkies jagging up in the corner and all that <laughs> kind of stuff. You need to avoid all that. Um, and it would be called "Been There, Done That." <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Binoculars. Okay, what? Binoculars. 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 That's not even a word. Apocalypse. Oh, you're trying to mix apocalypse with bins, and you've come up with binoculars. I don't know, something like that. Bin, Binopolis? Binop, bin, That's why, so it's not just me struggling. Yeah, but it's because it's not a word that fits into apocalypse bin, easily. Binopolis? Binopolis. <laughs> Binopolis. Binopolis. Binopolis now. <laughs> Binopolis now, is that what you're trying to say? Right, thanks for that. Let's, let's move on. Your answers are project management and fucking cleaning bins. Thank you. Oh, well, I suppose you could also do like cleaning toilets. Why is it so about cleaning gross things? Why do you want to... Well, because it's a job that most people... I think there's a... Not that I would ever want to do that job, but there's, I think there's a satisfaction in it. Oh, yeah. I in, get in a, in a video in. in a video game sense, in that... Well, people say Tetris is one of the most popular games of all time because it's about cleaning up. Basically, it's the satisfaction and... Of organising, yeah. Exactly, and putting everything in its place and everything being cleaned and wiped off. So, like, a, a game where you have to clean progressively messier toilets... Well, you could be like a, like a maid or something and then you have to Sexist. make money. Do they not call them 
maids if they're men as well or no i guess mm, not I no like a, a house cleaner uh, kind of thing housekeeper okay anyway so a cleaner that goes and you make money per house that you do and then you have to like speed up and stuff and then but you, obviously you but the levels the would progress up per level so the first Bigger level houses. would be a small like like bungalow or something that yeah a professional family keeps relatively clean anyway and you're just dusting a bit and then you have to do a dorm room um, for yeah, your final exactly. thing no no the final dorm. one is a uh, disgraced pop star who's not famous anymore living in a mansion and there's just shite caked all over the walls Aww. in like a hundred floor a hundred room mansion and you've got to do it in like five hours it's like a fucking epic task you've got to kill rats that, that, are, that are running about and so yeah that'll be the the final stage mm-hmm. so that'd be good mm. what would that be called though the house cleaning one shitocalypse shitocalypse <laughs> shitocalypse Good, well done. Um, G Namer Forum, as in the, the forum based on Nintendo Gamer. Uh, once again, talking on Twitter as, as a sort of hive mind, says, What is your most anticipated game that's coming out before the end of the year? Um, you know what mine is, other than Night Trap. Oh, uh, Mario Odyssey. Yes, correct. Um, other than that, FIFA always. Or Yoshi. With the yarn. That won't be for yarn Yoshi. That won't be till maybe next year, maybe the year oh, after. Okay. Wow. Um, yep. So I'm looking forward to Mario Odyssey, but because it's because it, it's 3D, you, you won't play mm, it. Yeah, it's not side side scrolling. You don't like. like a little bit, but it's just it's camera angles you struggle with, isn't it? Mm. Like mo- moving the camera. I know it's that when you're playing Go Simulator. Uh, using the left stick, you're fine, but the right stick. That's one of the things that game developers need to start um, taking into account. Um, it's all well and good trying to get people back into gaming, but so many people who can't use twin sticks because they've never done it. Um, and so many modern games just assume that you know how to use two sticks, and it's like, nope. I'm sure there's games you'd like to try, but it's just from the first moment you try it, you're fucked. Mm. What was that one that you had me playing that I had to go up and do a sp- uh, speak on the stage or something oh um, and, um virginia i couldn't even stand i felt so ill because every slight what i thought was a slight movement was like swinging my head around yeah. on the screen and i just felt i couldn't stand up straight mm. on it i felt really sick shame because mm. a good one yeah um so yeah for me mario odyssey you're not fast are you because there's not many games that you're caring about you'll watch me play mario <laughs> that's about yeah. it um, Afi Lockhart says what are your thoughts on the Switch five months into its life do they differ from the start of the year no you like it it's brilliant it's, you play it all the time still the, my worry when it came out was that it wouldn't be supported properly because um, that's been the case before with Nintendo stuff when it comes out and you go oh this is good and then third party support dries up and you're like oh fuck well it really. seems like there's a lot of games it looks coming like out on it most people are all in and the ones who weren't all in are being won over so like Capcom were like yeah we'll wait and see here's Street Fighter let's wait mm-hmm. and now they've basically come out and said yeah okay we're in mm-hmm. uh, so Resident Evil Revelations 1 and 2 are coming out later and they're looking at port and other stuff uh, there's rumours I can't really go into too much I say rumours I kind of know uh, that there are other ports getting put on the switch of popular games that were big on other systems that Nintendo never got before mm-hmm. and now they're getting Switch versions from not like modern games but from like last generation uh, which excites me mm-hmm. um, 
so yeah, it's just good to see load, all developers are saying what can we put on the Switch, what will be fun to play. Because every time now when you see a game getting announced, the comments and, and forums and stuff like that, the, the response is always, is it coming to the Switch? Because everyone's playing the Switch just now and that's what they want to know is, will mm-hmm. I be able to play it on the move, in bed, having a shite? Uh, just because you do that <laughs> no I don't I don't take my switch in the toilet that's I don't know that's an extra level I think I don't, I don't do that that's a yeah. I was hoping you didn't but I no, thought you that's did no that's not a, a place for entertainment <laughs> that's a place for tragedy <laughs> oh <laughs> no I don't do that I, I, it's unhealthy I think of course it is bring well, any sort of those devices in because you get, like, fecal matter on them. No, I was thinking more just sitting on the toilet for an extended Oh, it's that period. too, but any... You, you don't wipe your ass with it, you're just sitting... No, it doesn't matter. It's like when you flush the toilet, it, like, sprays it everywhere. So if you don't close the lid, there's a fine spray that goes... You knew that. Come on, don't look at me like that. I've told you this before. So, regardless, <laughs> the switch is good, is what we're trying to say. Um... I'm, I'm, I'm more advice. confident about the Switch's future than I was before it launched mm-hmm. because I'd said in the past I think it's, it might be on record um, but I was worried about how Nintendo was marketing it uh, because my concern was that and it still is a concern that they're marketing it as a console not a handheld whereas you see what people are saying and the vast majority of people are using it as a handheld this is the system to take with them when they go out mm-hmm. uh, when they're having long flights I've seen stories on sites that uh, journalists and stuff saying that they're actually looking forward to taking long flights now. That wasn't you, though. <laughs> no, no, I hate flying, but it's because it's given people an excuse to play the Switch. Because and, 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 they don't yeah. need the Wi-Fi or anything exactly. anyway. Um, so yeah, it's good to see. Yeah, your Switch is like my Tim Hortons. Remember, I was like really excited it was coming to Glasgow, but anxious and not sure it would do that well because they were hyping it up so much. Yeah. But now that it's like past that, whew, now they can open as many as they Yeah, as they and want. it's like... It, I just, I'm just curious to see how how far it's going to go now because just now Nintendo look like they can no they can do no wrong and it's that waves kind of going back up again. You look at their Nintendo's share like thing from like the, the past all the way to now. It's just up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. And obviously it was down during the GameCube era. Went back up Wii and DS, plummeted for the Wii U. And it's come back up again now, so mm-hmm. only all that remains is to see how far up it goes. And I think it's going to go quite far because they've done it again. Like they've come up with another idea, which at first glance you look at it and go, "Well, fine, it's a handheld now." But then in practice, it's like this is fucking excellent. It's a proper, and it's it's also the fact that it it feels so on Nintendo and that it's really powerful. Mm-hmm. And also, the N sixty four is powerful, and the GameCube is powerful in their own ways, but. Um, not so much on the telly but as a handheld it fucking dicks anything that exists mm-hmm. um, even like anything that Apple's made anything the most powerful Android tablet the Switch fucking annihilates all of them in terms of power in terms of stable every almost every game Nintendo does is 60 frames a second rock solid feels smooth as fuck feels like a console game um, yeah it's exciting exciting times mm-hmm uh, a couple more. Luke, friend of Bears, is back, piping up again. Oh, look at him. Um, With all those questions. Says, 
What opinion have you had about a game or book or film? Is getting you involved here. Oh, that's nice uh, of him. <laughs> before it was released. Should be Luke, friend of Louise. <laughs> that's who he needs to change his name to. We're asking Luke, you now change your name on Twitter to Luke, friend of Louise. Um, which opinion have you had about a game or book or film before it was released that you've come to feel differently about once it arrived? So basically, a game or a book or film, before it came out, you thought, this would be good or this would be shit. And then when it's come out, you thought, oh, actually, the complete opposite of what I just thought. No, oh, either I thought it was going to be good and then it wasn't, or... or the opposite. You thought it was going to be shit and you were actually pleasantly surprised by it. Mm. Fast and Furious. Ah, oh, Fast and Furious is okay. Um, I don't know if there's anything I was really blown away by. Um, why, what, you, you go and I'll try and think of something. Um, I can't think off the top of my head. I'm trying to think of a game recently that... I wasn't too fussed about ARMS... Mm-hmm. Until I played it and thought, oh, okay. I wouldn't say I was blown away by it, but I was happy with it. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing else massively springs to mind. Um, any movies that you weren't expecting? Uh, I watched uh, Room. Oh, I haven't seen that yet because I'm and still. Hmm. Just out of curiosity, I was I saw it online and thought oh, I'll try two minutes of this to see how grim it is. And ended up just fucking pinned to the telly watching it for the yeah. whole two hours. It was fantastic. So Room was one that I didn't give a fuck about and ended up loving. Mm-hmm. All the movies we've seen recently... Were ones you wanted to see. Yeah, I can't think of anything that I was like... Um, or really disappointed with or anything. Well, most recently we went to see Toxic Avenger, the musical. We weren't uh, expecting too much from that, were we? it was we? fucking it tremendous. It was really good, yeah. So really funny. if you're in funny. Edinburgh over the next... Um, or in London from or September. Or it's coming to London in September. Go and see Toxic Avenger the musical because it's genuinely brilliant. It's hilarious. Mm-hmm. It's really, really funny. Yeah, I wasn't expect. I didn't know what to expect from that. I thought it was going to be pretty shit. No, and we it was, we'd but, heard but, good but, reviews, but in a funny way, but, like they mm. made they make jokes of the fact that it's shit. There's even there's like a musical number about how they're taking a costume break. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, no, it's it's fantastic. It doesn't really count, but because it's a game book or film, but I'm. Adding musical to I know, I was just thinking about comedy then, because I remember we were talking about this the other day, is that last year, friends of ours wanted to go and see Michelle Wolf. remember, mm. who was a, I don't know if she still is, but was a Daily Show correspondent at the time, and we weren't watching the, we still don't really watch Daily Show anymore, we're kind of John Stewart diehards, mm-hmm. um, and so we said, okay, we'll find, we'll go along, but just because she was a correspondent, she maybe wasn't very good at stand-up necessarily, and I was like on the floor the whole time. It was definitely one of the funniest shows I think we'd been to. It was yeah, it's good. So so funny. So that was a very very pleasant surprise. I think was going to see her live, yeah. her live comedy. So yeah, it was a good some recommendations. Agreed. Uh, Look again, piping up like a fucking legend. Says this is Luke, friend of Louise. <laughs> <laughs> says what game or series that you've not yet played would you like to get into? I mean, you've got every game to choose from. I'm <laughs> not. I'd, one day, I'd like to try Metal Gear. What? No. What? Isn't that one of those? No, you and me. Oh, I thought you meant for me. No, no, no. It's like a war game, isn't it? Not really. It's kind of. <sighs> I played the first one and it was okay. Played the second one. This is like early two thousands. I was like, "Fuck this," and just haven't looked at it ever <laughs> since. Kicked it to the sky. So it's got an <laughs> enormous fan base of people that adore all the Metal Gear Solid games. I've never fucking touched them and I've got Rob Florence shamed me once because I didn't like it 
and shamed me publicly at an event. So I bought the collection. I've got the whole collection. And you there. still never played it. Like on P- PS3, they brought out the complete collection, so it's sitting there. Um, didn't shame you enough then. No, I will at some point, but that's one thing I'll try and get in there. Oh, I'm not bothered. There's not a single game series you'd be keen to try. Oh, it says to get into, as in like get obsessed with. That's how no, I read it. Read it as you'd like to try out because you've been curious about it. <sighs> Nothing I've played you thought I'd be quite into trying that. No, because then I would just ask to play it. Uh, Mario, but I play that anyway. <laughs> I know, well, it's a problem. I've played some of that. So. Fuck you then. Tetris, I've played some of that. Doesn't count. Why? Doesn't count. Doesn't matter. Sorry, Luke. We fucked it. Um, do you no think, longer friend of Louise. You no, know, Luke, ex friend of Louise. <laughs> uh, Chris Field says Do you think games like Professor Layton will adapt to be on the Switch or will they remain on 3DS and mobile only? A new Layton game just came out on mobile systems. Um, I think it's coming to 3DS later in the year. Why? Year. Why wouldn't it come to Switch then? I don't is, know. I is think, it, I think it will. too small of a game for the TV? Is that no, why? This, this is the thing. I, 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 there's, there's every reason Layton could end up on the Switch. It's just it's got a touch screen. Job done. That's all you need. If it can be on mobiles, it can be on the Switch. Mm-hmm. The Switch is a big mobile with. I think with is buttons. he saying that they won't bother because they've already brought it on a mobile? Like it's not bother spending the money. To adapt I don't know. I mean, to be fair, it's just saying, do, th- do we think they will? Not could they? Because obviously they could. It's just not whether they'll bother. But obviously they will. Well, is it not that popular anymore? Yeah, it's still massive. So if it, if it can be done, they'll do it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, I'm saying that it's not me confirming Professor Layton on the Switch, but it'd be daft not to. Um, if it's going to sell more copies, because the love the, the screen's lovely. Lovely. It's it's fucking lovely. So. I don't see why you wouldn't want your game on that screen. Well, it seems like, you know, I've never played Professor Layton, but it, it has a lot of puzzles and stuff, right? That's so the it's the kind of thing... It, mm, what? I just, I don't care. I've always thought you'd like the Professor know, Layton games. He's got a cute little action figure, but that's about it. Yeah, not Professor Layton. I always thought you'd like the Phoenix Wright Oh, right. Games. But no, that's not that, though, is No, it? it's the lawyer games. Right. Um, but with the Professor Layton one, with the puzzles... That makes sense to have it on a handheld system, right? Because then, isn't that the kind of thing that you can just do, like, two puzzles on the bus and then put mm-hmm. it away? Yeah. So, yeah, it makes complete sense to have it. Agreed. So, Good. you're wrong. He wasn't wrong. He was just... Field. Chris, he wasn't wrong. Jeff Field. He, he was just asking. <laughs> Chris Field was just asking um, if, if it will end up on the switch. He's not wrong. Right. You've... You've slandered that guy. I haven't slandered him. He doesn't know who I am. Right. <laughs> That's not how slander works. But... <laughs> That's not how slander works. I know. No, I've never heard of them. Therefore, it's not slander. Stephen Woodcraft, World of Woodcraft. <laughs> I've decided he's not being called. Uh, says, "What's your preferred gaming device or going on holiday? Which games would you recommend for a family holiday?" Well, I say Switch. Yeah. Although I played a lot of my new 2DS XL while I was on holiday. Did as well. you? Yeah, because I was reviewing Pikmin and Metopia. Oh, okay. I remember you playing it now. Yeah. Um. Which games would you recommend for family holiday? Uh, thingy's good. Um, Switch. What was the fucking one we were playing on the Switch? My mind's gone blank. Two on Switch? No. Snipper Clips. Oh, right. Well, we played that on the train, haven't we? Two on. Who did you say two on? <laughs> two on Switch. Two on Switch. What's one, it two called? Switch. Oh, one, two. Same thing. <laughs> it's a backwards. You play backwards. Two on Switch. Um, two, one, Switch. Snipper Clips. Uh, the Jackbox Party Pack. Is excellent as well. 
Um, it's the people who made You Don't Know Jack back mm-hmm. in the day. Mm-hmm. They've made these kind of compilations of like four or five board game type things uh, that you can play on the Switch. And you, you, it's similar to the Sony game we were playing the other night. Everyone uses their mobile phone to play it as a controller. Mm-hmm. So the family could crowd around the Switch in your caravan or wherever you are. And everyone uses, because everyone's got a phone these days, everyone uses their phone or tablet as a controller, as a buzzer to play the game. And there's all the kind of daft ones. So there's like standard You Don't Know Jack. And then there's. Uh, four or five different kind of board games that they've made up and they're all kind of comedy games and one you get to draw things and one I can't remember what it's called but everyone has to tell a lie and you've got to guess which lie is believable and all that kind of stuff so mm-hmm. it's good yeah I think there's some yeah it's something to get the whole family involved right? yeah so I would recommend that and obviously you've got Mario Kart and shit like that mm. classic and that's it uh, that Ben Simon we've already done Ice Cream and Mayo mm-hmm. that was all the reader questions so yeah there we go. Is there anything else you'd like to say to the boys and girls listening? No, not really. You done? Yeah. I mean, that kind of covered everything, didn't it? Yeah. Just. I think so too. Keep um, having fun. <laughs> <laughs> keep having fun, TM. Um, <laughs> shit. Um, so, yeah, thank you very much for listening to the Tired Old Hack podcast. What should we do? I need to kind of do a recap of all the stuff that's happening on the site. I've got a massive history of Street Fighter feature coming. Oh, I've been talking about this for in the next weeks, yeah, but it'll be ready now. in the next couple of weeks. Okay, um, it's literally book sized. Mm. It's like forty thousand words, uh, to the point that I'm thinking of making it an ebook as well for people who want to read it in a more comfortable way, and it'll be like ninety nine pence or something like that, just for the sake of it. It will still be free on the website. You don't need to buy it. It's just that's an option if you Convenient want. Convenient option, yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's that what else there's a Metopia review going up soon as part of a review roundup which will also include cars and some other stuff that's mm-hmm. going up in the next day or two uh, more stuff coming I've got some freelance stuff that I'll tell you about once it's done uh, yeah it's all kind of so all, all go if you're on keep the dial my, tuned to <laughs> keep the dial tuned <laughs> to that specific website um, if you're on my Patreon 3.99 tier or more um I'm going to be recording more audio stuff. I want to start doing an audio recap of weekly news. I tried it for a wee while and it seemed to go okay, so I'm going to start doing that. So every week there'll be like a mini podcast of sorts. Just so I don't swamp the site with podcast after podcast. Because every time I put up a new podcast, it has to go on the site as an individual news article because that's how the feed works. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I'm going to be doing regular ones, I don't want to swamp the site with it. And it's a kind of niche thing just talking about the news. So if you're on my Patreon... Three ninety nine or above, then you'll get that extra wee bit a week. We had like bit. Mm. thirty or forty minute audio thing a week, one a week. But obviously the normal podcast will be on the go as well. Mm-hmm. A wee bonus, a wee a wee extra audio Tip treat. It. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so there we go. That is the Tarot Hack podcast uh, on this eighth evening of August twenty odd seventeen, the year of our Lord. 2017, the year of Luigi. Luigi? Luigi. The year of Luigi was a few years back. Yeah, that's what I thought. This is the year of Ice Climbers. It's a good time. Um, There are Nintendo characters. You're looking at me with weird faces if you don't know who they were. Certainly not the year of Daisy. No, you hate her. That's one we'll get into later on why Daisy's a fucking wank. (laughs) But on that note, thanks for listening. Uh, I will catch you on the flip flop. Do you have anything to say? I already said, keep having I know, fun. But, I know, but that's, that's 
weak sauce. That's like <laughs> not even Jerry Springer would have stuck with that. Just I don't just be good to each other and and don't hurt anybody and keep happy. I don't know. Just keep it's, off the crack. Keep off the crack. Clunk clack. Clunk clack every trip. That's road safety. Oh right. Uh, and rubber up <clears throat> for safety. So it's a good advice. It's always listen. Safe sex is one of the most important things to teach. Keep uh, your pets spayed and neutered. That's yeah. what Bob Barker used to say at the end of every uh, wrap up. Price is right. Wrap up before you slap it up. <laughs> oh, come on now. Bye. <laughs> you like to say goodbye to the boys and yeah, girls? Yeah. Okay. Bye now. Bye everyone. Bye.